Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacket Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Three mistakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at frito Hey, everybody. How you doing? Well, that's good. Welcome to the Broad Street Hockey Twitch Live postgame. My name is Bill Matz. I'm your director of fun and games for the afternoon. I remembered to say afternoon that time. We're off to a hell of a start. Morning, Dave. How are you? Uh, yeah, it was, uh, hey, what a way to start Super Bowl Sunday, huh? Yeah, let's get a woo. Woo! Let's get one in there. Um, fun, crazy back and forth game. Flyers fall down, come back, give up a lead. It's tied. And then they pull away in the third period. That's kind of been uh, that's kind of been their most successful. I feel like um, game script is uh, why is this stream bad today? Like everything's exactly the same as it has been. All right. Anyway, I think we're good now. The uh, <laughs> yeah, I knew we would win when Haig scored. Absolutely, that was a weird game. Uh, fucking and Justin Braun almost scored right after it. Let me get into my initial thoughts. We'll get to the comments. I'm all over the place. I'm usually not up at this time. I mean, it's three now, but, you know. All right. So, uh, yeah, I think the most, like, successful Flyers game script in the past and even into this year has been, has the most successful game script has been close game through two, pull away in the third period. Uh, The Flyers, and you see it already with Sean Couturier back. Granted, not a ton of ice time tonight. What did he end up playing? Uh, where are you at? Coots, uh, 15-54. He's usually got about five more minutes than that. But hey, I'll take it. You see, this team's depth is its strength, as we've talked about. Its forward depth is the strength of the team. And when they're able to have the full go- uh, the full roster, even if it's not at 100%, with Coots only playing 15 minutes, eventually they wear you down and the talent wins out. Um, you know... Still some issues in the defensive zone. Defensive coverage remains an issue. Team could be more physical, win more battles to get more chances. um, To get more chances to create more shots. Because, goddamn, like... Today it wasn't even the shooting issue. I thought they did a good... Getting a good chance of getting shots on net when they had the puck. But, like... Man. If they could just have the puck a little more, imagine how much they would score. Like, what, they put seven in today, six with a goalie in the net, and they had 23 shots. Now, granted, like, maybe the uh, goaltending effort wasn't the absolute best for the Caps tonight, but imagine if this team could just possess the puck a little bit or even score on the power play every now and then. Like, <laughs> man, like to, they had a four-minute power play, didn't score, and scored seven goals in the game. <laughs> It shows you the potential of this team, and that's really the theme of this game for me is Alex Ovechkin is one of the best players ever. He had an incredible game. Four points, highlight plays, two goals. Flyers win anyway. That is the potential of this team to me. The ability to even overcome, yes, you have those one or two amazing stars. 
Alex Ovechkin still that even at this age. But the Flyers are able to overcome one great line or one great individual effort with their forward depth. Now, the defense, obviously a different story. Awesome to see Bobby Haig score today. Um, you know, that's not going to happen all that often, but when it does, it's pretty cool. Dude has a shot. It's a nice under-control wind-up, uh, compact, it's fluid. I don't know why he doesn't unleash it more. I know he's like a defense-first kind of guy, but I just think he'd be more valuable. He can get that thing through. It's uh, It doesn't look like it's, you know, bound for uh, shin pads or anything all the time. Like, he, it's, it's an under-control shot. Uh, I would like to see him do it a little more because, and I think Braun has been better defensively than he started the season because Braun looked like an outright disaster to start the year. Um, I think Gustafson has been a little better. He's still He's still a liability out there defensively, but I like him in the lineup for the power play. But uh, with... This rotation at the bottom of of the order in terms of the uh, defenseman, if Haig just adds a little bit to his game, he could be valuable. I gotta plug this in. Battery's declining rapidly in this cold. All right, but I mean, exciting game, back and forth hockey. If you didn't have a rooting interest in this one, it was probably a ton of fun to watch. A uh, little anxious moments, but hey, Flyers get a third period lead and don't blow it. Carter Hart makes the saves he has to. A couple of tough ones for him, but when you see the plays that are being made, it's like, yeah, would you like to see a save maybe? But uh, like, what are you gonna complain about? Alex Ovechkin scoring goals, he came in with 709, he left with 711, like, (laughs) that happens a lot. Alright, my god, I'm dying today, (laughs) this is a disaster, I'm like Eric Gustafson in the defensive zone right now. Alright, let's get to some of your comments. Cooter the motherfucking shooter, so nice to have him back. It really is, and like, it's not all because Coots came back, but the guy does score big goals, and the guy does play an important role. Gets the goal right away in the fir- in the third period to give him the lead, gets the empty netter, uh, you know, more range than Ben Simmons with that downtown shot. I, it was, it, it's, he is such an integral part of this team. He's the most important player on the team. You, there are arguments to be made for Provorov and Hart and Giroux still. Sean Couturier is the most important player on this team. He is the best player on the team. When you're without him, it is a role that is incredibly difficult to fill. And he showed that right away. Uh, again, it's not the only reason they they lost to Boston, but you can't tell me those games maybe wouldn't have played out differently with that guy matched against the bergeron pasternak Marshan line. Like, you can't tell me it maybe wouldn't have been a little different. Now, they have other issues. We're going to talk about the defense plenty. Trust me, I see it. I'm not blind to it. It's it's very obvious. But, like, Sean Couturier does help. That Haig shot was a rocket. Man, he can shoot. That's he's He's let off a couple before, even, like, maybe with no traffic in front. Um... He's just wound up and been like, fuck it, and taking the shot because there was nothing else available, which I love that because every now and then those go in too. But uh, like, it's it's a nice compact uh, shot, got good speed on it, under control. I, I want to see him shoot more. Like, get him the time. Fuck it, put him on the power play. <laughs> What's he going to be worse than Provorov? Big names mostly quiet today, not ideal, but the fact that they still cash seven is awesome. Nice to see some actual shots, still not enough. And like Jake and G, quiet. Hayes, I thought, made some plays, but uh, maybe not enough. Um, But Sean Couturier, two goals. Like, you know, 
granted, one of them is an empty netter, but one of them is the game winner. So uh, it's that's that's what depth is. That was embarrassing. Snot rocket on camera. Well, uh, that's never happened before. I'm gonna like get a call. Like, don't come into work Monday. You have the Rona. I don't. Uh, I don't. <laughs> Just a runny nose, I suppose. All right, let's get back to it. <laughs> yeah. So no, that's this team is built to everyone is like your top line guys aren't gonna be your. You don't have that guy. You know. Yes, you're paying Giroux and Voracek, but they're not prime age players anymore. Like, Hayes, JVR, they're nice pieces. And JVR has just been killing it, man. I'm loving what I'm seeing from JVR. Another goal tonight. He makes that play to set up another, um, the defensive play at the point to set up another goal. So it's not like all your big names were quiet. It's just like you have a guy like Scott Lawton who, is he a star? No, but on any given night, he can have this kind of game. We saw it in the bubble uh, we saw it quite a bit last season in different spots. They're deep. That's what this team's strength is, and that's what showed today. What are some realistic options to help out this defense? Still pushing Couturier to defense. That Hague goal nearly broke the net. Both the net he scored it on and the internet. Because when Robert Hague does anything positive or negative, the whole world explodes. At least the Flyers' Twitter world. So yes, it both. Uh, it almost broke two nets today. <clears throat> highlight reel was easy for them to put together today. I mean, listen, do you want to see Myers get undressed like that? Do you want to see... I mean, like, the Backstrom goal... Like, fuck, man. Uh, a guy's alone in front. Like, it's a great play and a great feed, but, like, why is he standing there by himself? And that's we saw on the uh, the one Ovechkin goal... A little, uh, little pick play to get him open, like the Tom Wilson goal, just late getting back after I think there was a Limblom turnover at the Flyers' blue line that set the whole thing in motion. Like, there's still a lot left to be desired with this team, but I just think you see their overall potential. Now, I don't think the wins and results should cloud our view of the process, uh, which still needs fixing, but I just think some of these things are going to come along. Like, Oscar Lindblom is a much better player than he's playing. Travis Konechny is so much of a better player than he's playing. Nolan Patrick, at some point, has to give you something. Uh, like, I just think some of these things are going to work themselves out, but there has to be just a more concerted effort. I really thought in, like, the first 15 minutes of the game, I really thought they looked organized on defense. Like, it just, they seemed like they were moving as a team. I don't know. And then it just, it... It was short-lived. Haig scored a goal. It's back to Haig in a third, fam. It's back to protect Robert Haig. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Can't even be mad when Ovi scores, honestly. He's so much fun to watch. Yeah, like, I just started to say, like, that move he made to set up the Tom Wilson goal around Phil Myers. Like, yeah, I would love to see Phil Myers just take the body, kick the puck out, but it's fucking Alex Ovechkin. Like, you let someone else do that to you, maybe I have something to say, but 
it's Ovi. Don't let it happen again, kid. You know, like, it's fucking Ovechkin. What are you going to do? Defensive turnovers and breakouts are still an issue? Oh, they absolutely are. There's just too many shifts that look like power plays for the opposition. They just get pinned down too much with uh, you know, failed breakouts and then suddenly what looked to be a shift that was going in one direction is stuck in another for 30 seconds too long. And uh, it's it's still this team's biggest issue. Turnovers that in their defensive zone, failed breakouts that lead to scoring chances. That's what this team is struggling with most. Like, we can talk about defensive positioning. That's also an issue. But even if you're in position, defense is still really hard and kind of illegal. So you have to get out of the zone. If, you, if, if you're on defense, it's only a matter of time. And that's kind of what their biggest problem is right now. Good ozone presence today would like some more shots, but hard to complain with uh, six five-on-five goals. Yeah, and that's... Imagine if this team ever had the puck, how much they could score. Like, this isn't just a couple of games now. This is most of the season. They're scoring a lot of goals on not a lot of shots. It's... I mean, it's still a little luck territory, but it's not like this is the first three days of the season, you know? We're into February now, and they're still showing that they can score at this rate. Man, if you just shot a little more, you could score like the fucking 80s Oilers. Saw you having a good debate about team toughness and deterrence on Twitter. The cheap shots have been frustrating, but I think I agree with you. And here's like... It's very hard for me to explain my position on this because everyone knows I love fighting. Like, my favorite hockey player ever is Frank Bialois. It's how I help fall in love with the game. I have a fucking Charleston Chiefs jersey on. Like, I have the Charlestown Chiefs sitting right here. The Slapshot jersey on my wall during postgame. I am a Philadelphia Flyers fan. I am proud of the Broad Street Bullies reputation. I like that kind of hockey. I'm There's a Wayne Simmons jersey literally covering the seat I'm sitting on. I like that kind of hockey. It's how I would like to see the game played. But it is not. Um, and if we could all just admit that, like, the players, and the players will say that they like having a goon or something around, but, like, you know, lots of people say things that don't make any sense. Listen, it would be nice to have a guy who, and like the hit on Ghost today is what really sparked it for me, because like the hit on Ghost was completely legal. Why would you fight over that kind of hit? That means you have to fight when you hit somebody. Like, I just think it's asinine. Like, oh yeah, I'm going to have someone leave the ice for 5 to 17 minutes. Because that, let, let us remember that when like Wayne Simmons used to do this shit, like when you instigate a fight, when you jump somebody for hitting your player, you negate the potential power play, and you are out of the game for 17 minutes. You get a 2, a 5, and a 10. Like, that is what happens. Killing penalties is bad. There's no deterrent. These guys aren't afraid to get punched in the fucking face. Now, should you punch them? Sometimes, yes, I think you should. But I just don't think it's a huge... Like, that's not the reason they lose games. If Wayne Simmons was on this team, their record would be exactly the same as it is. And the cheap shots that we've seen taken would still have occurred. We'd feel better about it because then one of those people would get their fucking asses kicked by Wayne Simmons afterwards. But it would still have happened. And the next time, it would happen again. Because that's hockey. It's a really fast fucking game. Like, you know how fast it's going out there? You think these guys are like, oh man, I'm gonna lay him out. 
no, shit, I shouldn't, because, like, no! The play's going the other way by the time you think about that. It's really fast out there. Guys are just out there trying to hurt each other, not injure each other, but trying to inflict some measure of pain on each other for touching the puck, and that's the point of a contact sport. I just don't think, like, because you stick up for your teammate, you will win more. Your team will be tougher. Other teams won't fuck with you as much. It will still happen. That said, this team needs to be tougher. And I don't mean they need to, like, when Travis Konechny just came up and shoved the guy who, who hit Ghost today, like, he needed to punch him in the back of the head and then, like, drive his stick through his heart. Like, I don't think he needed some Dan Campbell cartoon violence to occur. But this team does need to be tougher like they were more last year. Winning races and then winning battles on the forecheck. Getting to the dirty areas where goals are scored. Protecting your own goaltender. Like, the Backstrom goal is one thing. Right before the JVR goal, there was a Capitals... The Capitals had the puck. They have a forward standing directly in front of Carter Hart. And Phil Myers is three feet away from him just looking at him. Like, you're doing no good there. If he gets... If he gets the puck on the other side of the net, you have to come all the way around the net to defend him. You're defending nobody over there. So, like, they need to be tougher in situational situ- like in situational situations. They need to be tougher situationally in terms of the actual playing of hockey. But just going out and punching people in the face accomplishes nothing. They have to learn how to win board battles if they're just going to dump it in every time. And they were very good. That's what's bothersome to me is that they were very good at it last year. Um, And, like, people are saying, like, Lindblom and Patrick need to be better. Like, Lindblom was a major part of the forecheck in the first part of the season last year. Uh, Travis Konechny was much more fit. Like, he's not a big guy, but you don't have to be big to play physical. If you just use your body uh, to get, like, he has leverage. He can get up and under someone and use his hands and his speed to win battles. Like, they need to do more of that. Um that's how they need to be tougher. Like, yes, Lindblom and Patrick need to be better if we're going anywhere. I expect them to get better as the season progresses. Uh, Especially Lindblom. I know he's better in this. He's overcome so much. Like, he's down weight. His body has been, you know, destroyed by fucking cancer treatment. Like, it might take a little bit, but I believe in his ability. Nolan Patrick is, at this point, I just hope he's a productive enough third-line center. You know, like, that's what he needs to be for this team. It's not like he needs to be a star. He, like, with Couturier and Hayes in front of him on the depth chart, he it's not like he's carrying a load here. He just needs to do a little bit more. <laughs> Flyers forwards don't always score, but when they do, they score hat tricks. Yeah, it's nuts. Like, yeah, TK, he's one of the top guys. But, like, man, this is this is wild now. And, it, like, it's not Giroux or Voracek. Like, it's... it's this reminds me, uh, and it's funny to bring it up because of the, um, shit, what, the Back with a Vengeance team, like, because they were so, like, we're just running everyone through the boards, they had, like, seven suspensions, like, from preseason until December, there were, like, seven suspensions or something, uh, it reminds, yeah, like, the first Danny Briere team, uh, like, yeah, what was that, Oh seven. Something like that. It reminds... Fuck. The team after the 22-60 and 60 team. My brain doesn't remember dates. It reminds me of that team with the depth. How, like, 
yeah, we didn't have a 40-goal score eventually. You know, with Jeff Carter, they did. But it was more just like, yeah, anyone could go off on any night. Maybe it's Scotty Upshaw. Maybe it's Joffrey Lupel. Anything could happen. One of the players I almost referenced was Lassie Kukin. Not in the who could go off every night. But I just loved Lassie Kukin, and so I think of him when I think of that team. Like, I don't, I don't know why. I just loved how he blocked so many shots. More MVP shit from JVR. Yo, man, JVR. JVR for Selkie. I made a nice defensive play along the boards to uh, <clears throat> set up a goal tonight. That was good shit. We know the offense doesn't shoot enough, but is the defense bad? We let a, is the defense bad? We let up so many shots a game. Well, I think the two things are the two things are connected because it's not just the defense men. Like when we talk about defense, it's team defense. Forwards could absolutely be helping out a lot more, and not just in the defensive zone. They could be helping out a lot more on offense by getting to rebounds, winning battles down low, creating their own turnovers, which they did so much last year. Uh, like, zone exit denials were such a big part of the Flyers' uh, offense last year, getting second-chance rushes off of them and having numbers because of it uh, with the aggressive forecheck, even as the uh, even as the opposition was transitioning out of the zone. That would result in a swing of, like, five shots a game, you know? If you created more of those, the other team would have the puck less, and it would be, like, right there, it would change the shot differential. So, yeah, the team defense and the defensemen need to be better, but I think it really starts on the offensive side of the red line. Haig with the rocket, Bill with the snot rocket. Yeah, man, that was, that was fucking weird. Uh, that was gross. <laughs> Expecting Oscar and Patrick to be better than they are at this point was setting yourself up for disaster. It's not at this point. I thought there'd be growing pains. It's expecting them to be better as the season progresses. They need, like, they have enough depth to get through this. As we've seen, their record is pretty fucking good. They're scoring a ton of goals. Those guys are going to need to progress at some point, though. We need, we're going to see, need to see steps taken to them becoming the players closer to what they're supposed to be. They're a major part of this team. They can get through these growing pains with them right now as they figure their way back into the NHL after really difficult situations that took them out of the NHL for a little while. But I think it's possible uh, that they just need time. And I'm much more like... And it's not even like I'm trying to be more sympathetic to Oscar. He's just shown me more. Even when, like, last year with the scoring before his cancer diagnosis was awesome. The scoring was great. Prior to that, he was a really good player who just, like, never cashed in. Like, he probably led the team or was top three in the team in scoring chances um, in, the, in the year before. And the puck just never went in. And now, and like, and then it did uh, last season. And he led the team in goals before he left the lineup. I just expect him to be that level of player. If he's not a 25-goal scorer, I can live with it. But I need him affecting play with his good defensive uh, with his good defensive stick, his ability to win battles, his ability to use his body to box out and make play go in the offensive direction. That's what he's really great at. And then he gets to the scoring areas and creates chances. Whether they go in or not, we'll see. But... I expect him to be able to get more to that level. Nolan Patrick has shown flashes throughout his career of the player he was drafted to be. But, like, with any sort of consistency, he has not. I just need him to be a productive enough third-liner at this point. 
I'm glad AV left Hart and Net to battle it out, even if he maybe didn't have his best stuff. Yeah, I mean, listen, he's not going to be on every night, and he hasn't been awesome to start this season, but I'm not blaming him for them goals tonight. I'm sorry. When that line goes off, there's very little you can do. Uh, yeah, you'd like to see him maybe stop that o- that first Ovechkin one, but, like, it's Alex Ovechkin from the Alex Ovechkin position. Like, it's literally his spot. <laughs> like, what do you get? What, you know how many goalies haven't stopped that? All of them. Every goalie in the league has let that shot in. Uh, the downtown bomb from Ovi, it just looked like he lost the puck. Uh, maybe he could be better positionally there, but... It looked like he lost the puck when Haig went down to block the shot. And I'm not, I don't blame Haig. Go, go block the shot. Uh, I just think that was a misplay. Yeah, he could he could stop that one. Just a misplay. Like the Backstrom one, you're 1-0 one on against Nicholas Backstrom. What the fuck? You know, so there, there's only uh, there's only so much I can blame Hart. But I agree. I'm glad he was left in the game to uh, recover. Like, we saw it last year. Um <laughs> In the in different situation, because AV was going to pull Hart, but in the playoffs when he was about to pull him, goal gets overturned on a challenge, and he says, "Go back out there, you're fine." If you see it in him that he's fine, confidence-wise, then leave him in there because he's a good goaltender and he'll make the stops when he needs to most times. Can the Lawton theme song be "Psycho Killer" by the Talking Heads? I really don't think. Uh, Oh yeah, that de- the dehumidifier behind me de- isn't working. I think it broke or something. I think I dropped it the other day when I hit it with a laundry basket. Anyway, uh, <laughs> can the Lawton theme song be Psycho Killer by the Talking Heads? Well, he doesn't love the psycho stuff. For someone who's nuts, he thinks like he doesn't seem to love the psycho stuff. I don't know why. I would love it if everyone thought I was insane. I feel like I can't totally enjoy these wins. Scoring on 30% plus of your shots against the opponent's third-string goalie isn't sustainable for a se- same season for a, for a full season. I, I mean, what? All right, then you're like, what? In what way would you enjoy the win? Like a win is good. Scoring seven goals against the Capitals and recovering from what you did against Boston is good. It was a fun game. Like, I happiness is a state of mind, bro. Hanging with Laterra, sniff, sniff. It wasn't blood. <laughs> it was fucking snot rockets. Uh, this team is making ho- is making Philly hockey fun to watch again. It's great. Listen, today was a fun game. They have been frustrating a lot of this season uh, with the way they've played. But I do think, like, I am seeing small improvements. In de- and, like, listen, and then you see the defensive coverage tonight, and you're like, well, the small improvement in one area is negated by just a collapse in another. Yes. But I am seeing small improvements in, in just different aspects of the game. They're just not there yet fully. But the fact that they're winning and they're not there yet is good because, like, you don't want to be peaking now. Like, should I wouldn't want them to be playing their best hockey now. It would be nice just to sit down and watch them win 6-2 every night, but you'd probably run out of steam. Flyers need to re-sign Lawton. He's a valuable, underrated player. I love, uh, I love Lawton. I wonder what it's going to cost. I wonder what else is going to be on the market. Like, who's going to go in the expand? There are just so many moving parts right now. Uh, with the flat cap, the expansion draft... Teams not knowing what they're going to be willing to spend on their own players, so you don't really know who's going to be on the market. Like, Gabriel Landeskog has one year left on his deal, you know? 
yeah, he's probably going to get re-signed, but he hasn't been yet. So, you know, sign, say they take JVR in the expansion draft. There's a UFA out there, that good. I'm just, and like, that's just, that's just fun to think about. But uh, there are just so many moving pieces, it's really hard to think about the roster moving forward past this season uh, when we're 13 games into this year or whatever the hell it is. Scott, La- Scott Lawton is reliable, and that's okay. Oh, and he, like, he hasn't been playing his best hockey to start this season, and he's an important depth piece. He's that perfect utility player. Put him anywhere in the lineup, and he's not going to look out of place. You have him at the bottom of the lineup, you have you probably have a pretty good bottom of your lineup. You have him at the top, all right, we can deal with it. Like, he is, he's a very important player, don't get me wrong. Coots is back, and they close out a, gra- a game. Crazy. Yeah, man, it's, uh, he's an important player. Like, he's their best player. He's the most important guy in the lineup. I know we talked all offseason about their depth. I've said depth about 600 times already today. You can lose a lot of players. And you can overcome it. And they still did pretty well without Coots in the lineup, all things considered. I realize outside of Boston, they didn't really see a ton of competition, um, that they shouldn't have beaten, but still, like, it's, it's impossible to replace your 1C whose job is to go up against the other team's top line and win the battle. Like, it's really fucking hard to replace that guy, because, like, who has two 1Cs? Who? The Leafs? You know? The Flyers have to be leading the league in shooting percentage. They do, right? Like, let's... NHL.com, don't fail me. They're usually good at basing, basic counting stats. So, let's see. No, teams, I said. Team stats. Oh, you're killing me. You really don't have shooting percentage here. They're usually great with that shit. I can't find this fast enough. But I would assume they have to be way up there, right? Like, they're killing it. The number of goals they score. Is another TK benching in the works? What do they do to get this kid going? Well, that's the thing, is... The working theory was he responds to this like it's hard to he's tough to coach and every now and then you just got to sit him down and that's really the only thing he responds to he does not appear to be responding he looks worse i have to believe he's hurt at this point now, like, i'm not making excuses for him he looks like shit out there i just have to believe there's something else the matter like someone said it's the yips maybe it really is mental um i i he doesn't seem like a player that thinks so, like, I can't believe it would be a mental block for a guy who doesn't think. <laughs> I'm joking. I, I like TK, but he is by far, and considering the scoring start he had to the season, by far the biggest disappointment, um, you know, this far into the year. Patrick looks really slow out there. He does, and that was... That was one of the surprises about him early on, was that he really looked like he had the legs going and was winning races and making a few plays. But I thought maybe that could just, like, the adrenaline of being back, being so fresh, just being excited to be out there, and now it's the grind of the season, and you don't have that callus build up. You're just fucking tired. Like, it's really hard to play in the NHL. Uh... I think he'll get his legs under him and at least look not behind, but right now he's that's not the case. Anyone call a Farabee Lawton hat trick combo in one week? I seriously doubt it. I seriously doubt it. 
They just look so slow on the power play. And yeah, like, for a group of players, whoever, like, the main guys, and they split them up and they've been moving it around, but they have a group of players who are all individually good passers. You know, I would call Giroux a pretty fucking good passer. You know, Voracek, Hayes, TK, Patrick, uh, Ghost, Gus. Even JVR could pass. All of these guys can pass. The puck movement is so slow. Like, you don't have to be able to skate super fast to be able to think and move the puck quickly. And they just don't. Like, what's their best, what's their bread and butter play now? It's either a shot from the point that JVR deflects, or the old tic-tac-toe play, they run it now with TK a little bit, but it used to be with Wayne Simmons on the back door. Across, maybe across again, but then Voracek back door to the low man if they've run it with TK. It's quick puck movement. It's moving the goalie side to side. It's spreading out the defense. Uh, they want to they bunch up and take away the middle. How do you do that? By moving the puck, the cross-ice pass. And, like, by splitting up G and uh, Jake, it's, it's a little tougher to make those passes. But, like, Patrick and Hayes and TK should be able to make these passes. They just cannot move the puck quickly enough on the power play. It's really concerning. Like, it's... It's the th- they love to pass. They're a passing team. They fucking refuse to shoot. Passing is their favorite thing in the world. It's like ice cream or booze or sex for this team. But they don't like to do it on the power play quickly. Just do it fast. You can do all these fancy passing. Just like do it fast to spread out the defense and get the goalie moving. It's not it's a very simple idea. TK needs Dr. Cooch treatment to get him going. It's hard for me to reward him with ice time for playing poorly, but he probably does need that. Yes, you're probably right. One shot during a double minor power play has to increase. Yeah, that was... I mean, to get a four-minute power play and just look like shit the full thing, like, Jesus Christ... Great to see Lawton getting rewarded with more goals of late. I think he's just playing better. Like, I, I, for a guy who looked so strong at points last season and in the start of the bubble, a, a little, uh, not disappointing, just a little flat, a lot to start the year, but loving what I'm seeing the last couple. TK has to remember he's faster than Chara before next game. Yeah, like, right? Like, fucking take him. I don't care how big he is. I don't care how strong he is. Get under him and take him. Like, you're faster. He's old and huge. (laughs) Go through his legs! (laughs) Fucking slide under his legs. Something. Any concern that the Flyers are getting killed by the opposition's top line in the last three games? No, because one, those lines are fucking awesome, and two, Couturier. Like, (laughs) Couturier played 15 minutes tonight. He's not, he's not like back-back. That will, it won't be as big of a problem when he's him again. We'll see when that is. Lawton on pace for 57 points over an 82-game pace. Uh, Team is something going with Scotty, Joel, and James. Yeah, who would have guessed that? Like, with all this team's potential and all the supposed depth. Scott Lawton, Joel Farabee, James Van Riemsdyk. That's our favorite line by far. They're the most fun to watch. (laughs) It's Something's going on right now. Ghost rang one off the crossbar. This guy either misses the net or hits the posts. He could be a 20-goal scorer if he hit the net. 
Regression has to be coming for him, right? Some positive regression. The fucking guy just, like, gets a few cheap ones and then he's off. Like, I I see Gosses Bear. He's, we know that confidence is such a major part of his game. And I think he's playing pretty well right now. But he just needs, like, a couple of cheap ones to go in for him. And I think it would, like, propel him to start playing more. Just, if he got lucky, it would make him good. It, it, it would just, like, he would absorb the luck and turn it into future good play. You know? I I don't know. Is that how, like, biology works? Limblom doesn't look all the way back. No, not even close to all the way back. All right, we're going to get a couple more and then wrap it up. Woo! Did I miss the drink of Super Sunday? Oh, actually, I have. Glad you mentioned it. I did bring a beer down here, but I don't love it. It's not great. Just a little floral tasting. I don't know. Um, ugh, that's just something. It's called Don't Feed the Bulls. It's a Bolero Snort Brewery and Evergreen Brewing Company combined. I usually love Bolero Snort. Big fan of their beers. Typically, Don't Feed the Bulls isn't doing it for me. Maybe it'll do it for you. There's just, I can't put my finger on it. Just something about the taste in there. Caps jerseys looked bad. I like, for one, I just like their regular, um, red with the washing, like with the capitals, with the stick. I like that jersey. And I hate like, I think all the teams that play in D.C. should lean into D.C. I think Washington is stupid. Like, oh, a big W. Cool. Washington is a different place entirely. It's thousands of miles away. D.C. is unique. It's cool sounding. Like, D.C. United is easily the coolest team name that they have. It, like, and it's because of that. Like, you'd have a better logo. I just, I think going, leaning into the Washington instead of the D.C. part of the, I just think that's fucking stupid. JVR fourth in the league in points with 18. Ooh, baby. <laughs> JVR's just getting it done right now. Prediction time. Bucks or Chiefs? Uh, man, this is a tough one. I have Chiefs minus three. I don't love it. Um, I had a bet on them from the beginning of the season to win the Super Bowl, so I'm kind of rolling with that. Bucks have a good defense. Bucks have a good defense. Um, I'm just hoping for a ton of points. I got like 30 prop bets. Hoping for a lot of shit to happen in this game. Patrick taking over 3C and Patrick... Uh, Lawton taking over 3C and Patrick on the 4th. They got some shuffling to do, I think. I, I, They got some... I mean, at this point, would you even call Lawton... Like, JVR is 4th in the league in points. Lawton just scored a hat-trick. Like, Farabee just scored a hat-trick. Would you call that your 3rd line at this point? I, <laughs> like, you know who's the 3C right now? Fucking Kevin Hayes. NHL jerseys haven't been great since the switch. I'm definitely disappointed because, like, I, I love Adidas shoes. Like, I wear Adidas and Converse, and that's it. Um, Doc Martens every now and then. But I was just excited for, for Adidas to take over. And uh, I do like the reverse retro, um, the Flyers reverse retro. I bought one. I think it's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, the white cuffs could be better. But other than that, I think it's cool. I really like that orange. Um I love the pumpkin jerseys the with the black logo and the orange background. I thought those were cool for the outdoor game. All right, guys. I like the Stars black jerseys with neon green. I love ugly neon. Like, give me, like, those uh, old Seattle Seahawks, like, those penny-looking jerseys, the Dallas with the neon. They had uh, those all-star jerseys. The year Jake was an all-star. Um, they had, like, those paintball-looking jerseys. I thought those were fucking sweet. Um, I love, like, an ugly neon. All right, guys, 
we're gonna yeah we're gonna wrap it up there thank you all for listening thank you for hanging out i hope you enjoyed this show and i hope you enjoy the super bowl later uh everybody stay safe and get uh get properly drunk for what i hope is a great game flyers win a big one today and the flyers put up a big number on the washington caps fun back and forth exciting hockey yes they have things to clean up but I'm not going to criticize a win too much. That is all the time we have for you on this show. My name is Bill Matz. Have a great week, everybody.